G'day there. This is the Bloody Aussie Battler podcast with your host and fellow battler, Mike Holt. The Bloody Aussie Battler brings you news and commentary on the political shenanigans in Canberra and around Australia. So grab a beer and fire up the barbie. We're about to roast some politicians and expose their nefarious activities. This episode is brought to you by Dick Yardley's book, Australian Political and Religious Leaders, Treason, Treachery and Sabotage. Dick exposes how Whitlam, Hawke, Keating, Goss, Rudd and all the other Fabians have destroyed our manufacturing and agriculture. If you want to know exactly how they have done it, get Dick's book at advanceaustralia.com.au and click on Merchandise. Knowledge is power. Get the power to fight the corruption today. G'day again, all you Aussie battlers. Hope you're all doing well. Well, if you're still standing, you're doing a lot better than Bob Hawke, who died just recently. And good riddance to him. Yeah, I know, I know, a lot of you think that the sun shone out of his nether regions. Don't you believe it? Bob Hawke was a communist, a union thug, a member of the Fabian Society, and he was dedicated to severing the link between England and Australia, destroying our Commonwealth of Australia Constitution Act 1901, and substituting instead a socialist state. He did this in 1986 with the Australia Act. Now, under the Commonwealth of Australia Constitution, any changes to our constitutional status must be voted on in a referendum by we, the people of the Commonwealth of Australia. That never happened. The Queen came over, ready to sign it, into law. But when she saw that he hadn't called a referendum, she just initialed the front page, which is not her assent. And she told Bob, you have to get the approval of the people voting in a referendum before I can sign this. But he never did. Instead, he just printed his name at the end of the document. Now, I have documentary proof of this, so if anyone is interested, you let me know and I'll put it up on the website. The fact is, though, that once he did that, every single government, politician, act and law passed since then in any parliament in Australia has been unlawful. And that, of course, is the basis of why we keep saying that local councils are unlawful. They have no authority because not one government, not one politician has had any authority since 1986 when Bob Hawke brought in the Australia Act. Not everybody was asleep at the time, and there have been questions about the validity of the Australia Act and any act ever since. And in fact, some people wanted to know if local government really exists. And one person from Brunswick Heads in New South Wales wrote to Robert McClelland, who was the Attorney General at the time, in July 2010. And he asked the Attorney General if local government really exists. And this was the response from Robert McClelland. I refer to your letter received on 10 June 2010 regarding the 1988 referendum. In 1988, four proposals to amend the Constitution were put to voters in accordance with Section 128 of the Constitution. One of those proposals sought to give constitutional recognition to local government. But the proposal was not carried. Did you hear that? We voted against having local government. 
Robert McClellan continued, The Constitution does not currently recognise local government. Any change to the Constitution to recognise local government would need to be approved by voters at a referendum. The government will continue to explore reform, including constitutional recognition, to facilitate cooperation with local government. So when an Attorney-General states that we have voted in a referendum against having local government, you have to ask, why do we have local government now? We've voted against it twice, in fact. So why now are we lauded over by these private corporation local governments? They have no authority. And state governments have gone against our constitution, which is treason, and instituted a system of private corporations right around Australia and called them local government. But they are not. So when you have a law that is not really a law, it is up to every single Australian to stand up and deny these people. Now, when you get a fine or a demand for rates, you are well within your rights to write back to them and say, show me your authority. If you can show me your authority, I will pay. Otherwise, if not, bugger off. You have no authority. Now, if you think about it, this is a very dangerous situation. Because by instituting the Australia Act unconstitutionally, every law, every act, every conviction for a crime has no authority. Now, you think about that. What this really means is that everybody who has been convicted of a crime and jailed since 1986 actually has been jailed unlawfully. Now, obviously, we're not going to open up all the prison gates and let everybody run free. But what it really does mean is that we are going to have to review all these cases again. When Bob Hawke brought in the Australia Act, he also created the Queen of Australia and the Australian Government. And you'll always see the Australian Government now on documents written in capital letters, which is not real English. It's what they call Dog Latin. Now I'm going to go out on a limb here and offer $1 million reward to anybody who can introduce me to the Queen of Australia. This is the person the Australian government always refers to for their authority. Now, if you can introduce me to her, come and get your money. But if the government cannot produce her and cannot prove that she is a real flesh-and-blood person, then she's not real. She is simply a name on a piece of paper that is registered in the USA as a corporation. And that means she has no authority over us. So what has happened since the Australia Act is that we have two governments. We have the Commonwealth of Australia government, which came into being on the 1st of January 1901, and we have in all caps the Australian government, which came into being in 1986 and was never approved or ratified by people voting in a referendum. Therefore, any government since 1986 right up to today are unlawful and unconstitutional. Oops. So where does that leave us? Well, lucky us, 
because on September 12, 2016, Senator Cullerton asked Attorney-General Brandis for a legal clarification on High Court procedures. That sounds like a pretty innocuous sort of a question, doesn't it? But the Attorney-General Brandis knew exactly what Senator Cullerton was asking, because if the High Court is not acting under the Constitution, that is our Commonwealth of Australia Constitution, then they are unlawful and acting in treason. Well, Attorney General Brandis wasn't going to take that sitting down, so he trumped up fake charges against Senator Cullerton and had him sacked from the Senate. Totally unlawful. But Senator Rod Cullerton is made of much sterner stuff than Brandis, and he set to with a group of constitutional experts and lawyers to create a petition to the Crown. And in early 2019, he sent his representatives over to the Privy Council, which is the highest council, the highest court in the Commonwealth, to present this to the Crown. And now they are deliberating. Basically, what he said was that because Bob Hawke brought in the Australia Act, everything since then has been unconstitutional, that we are being governed by a corporate government registered in the USA, and that the political parties have basically tried to steal the whole land of Australia from the Crown. Now, it gets even more interesting because soon after that, Wayne Glue, an ex-police prosecutor, took the Geraldton Council to court and he won because they were trying to take his land off him for not paying rates. They haven't done it yet and they never will because Wayne is a very tough fighter. Now, while he was fighting in court on constitutional grounds, there was a Lord of the Realm from London visiting Perth and he watched this whole case. Now, he got in touch with Wayne and he said, I've been watching what's been going on and I'm going to take you and your wife over to England so that you can present your case to the Privy Council and the House of Lords. And he committed to submitting Wayne's case to the House of Lords himself. So now the Australian government, in all capital letters, has a big problem. And no matter who got elected in the election, they are sitting in treason pretending to be a government, but not really representatives of we, the people of the Commonwealth of Australia. So things are going to be very, very interesting from now on, because many people are waking up and understanding what has gone wrong with our political system. And a lot of people, of course, are Aussie battlers like you and me. We don't really have the time to fight these legal battles, but thankfully we have Senator Cullerton, and Wayne Glue out there fighting for us. And what we need to do now is to give these two gentlemen our full support. Because if we don't, what sort of Australia are we going to hand to our children in the future? I have two daughters and I sure don't want them to grow up in a communist state. And that's what we will get, just like Argentina, just like Russia, just like China, just like Cuba... If you and I don't stand up and act now. So what can we do? Well, luckily, there's a few things you can do. First of all, you need to understand 
that under Article 61 of the Magna Carta, every Commonwealth of Australia citizen is entitled to lawfully rebel. And we can do that by acting within the law and refusing to obey the oppressors. One way you can do this is to refuse to pay their fines and tolls. You can get our book from the Advance Australia website, and I'll put it on the page here too. The e-book explains what the laws are and how you can fight back. Now here's the kicker. We have found out that it is possible to bankrupt these corporate governments. It's all in the book. Another thing you can do is to write to the CEOs of your local council and to your politicians and explain to them that they are sitting in treason and they have no authority and they should step down. Now, if they ignore these warnings, they will have no excuses, just as the Nazis had none at the Nuremberg trials. If they are found guilty of treason, well, we all know the punishment for that, don't we? Are you with me on that? Well, let's see what happens in the future when we get back to our Commonwealth of Australia government. Before I sign off, I'd like to play you another song I wrote. It's called The Lonely Old Drover. And it's about an old fellow I met in a pub who was telling me about his life as a drover out west on the plains there. How Aussie is this, eh? I'm just a lonely old alone in this bar I've been thinking it over Got no money to rebuild my job Spent so many years growing One night stands in small towns Maybe knew where I was going Till we reached the darling town Take what your life brings 
You have been listening to the Bloody Aussie Battler podcast.